The Productive Woman, Episode 412. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you for joining me. This week, I'm going to share some thoughts on why waiting can interfere with making a life that matters. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 412. Now, before we get into the actual topic for this week's episode, I wanted to follow up a little bit on something we talked about last week. In last week's episode, episode 411, I shared some questions we could ask ourselves regularly to boost our productivity and help us in making a life that matters as we each define it for ourselves. Well, after I published the episode, I actually thought of another really good question that I've been asking myself, and I wanted to share it with you because I thought it might help. And the question is this, what can I let go of today? Now, for me, this applies, this question applies in so many different ways. So for instance, I can ask myself, what possessions can I let go of to make my home tidier, fresher, more relaxing, and to free up time spent maintaining and cleaning? So as I eat my lunch or walk through the house or sit at my desk, can I look around and find one thing that I can put into the donation box I keep out in the garage? Maybe one piece of decor that I don't really love. Maybe it's a kitchen utensil or an appliance that I never use, but I just keep hanging on to because I might want it someday. Maybe it's an article of clothing that I don't feel confident in, or one worn towel or sheet set, or one book I finished. But it's a great question for us in in making our home, or our office for that matter, a pleasant place to be in. What is one thing I can let go of today? But I can also ask myself, what habit can I let go of that doesn't serve me or those I love? Maybe it's mindlessly scrolling through social media or binging on junk food when I'm stressed or sad. Is that a habit I can let go of now? Maybe the habit of staying up too late at night so it's hard to get up in the morning. Whatever it might be, it's a great question to ask ourselves as we go through the day. What is one habit I can let go of and replace with something that serves me better? I can also ask, what commitment can I let go of? Uh, Maybe it's a standing meeting that serves no purpose at work or in a group that you're part of. Maybe it's a club or an organization that doesn't have the same meaning now that it did when I signed up, but I just keep going because I don't know how to let it go. Or a committee or office that I only said yes to because I didn't know how to say no. What is one commitment that I can let go of? And another great question or a, a great application of this question is, what burden can I let go of today? What old resentment or worry or fear or shame or judgment can I finally let go of and replace with a healthier, happier perspective? I really think 
of all the questions we talked about last week, this one might be one of the best questions we can ask ourselves each day. What can I let go of today? And I'd really love to know your thoughts on this one. That being said, that is not the subject of this week's episode. So let's get into that. Uh, This week was inspired by something that happened to me on a trip recently. Last week, Mike and I traveled to Michigan to visit our youngest son. And at the airport, uh, I grabbed a magazine from the newsstand where I went to, to get a bottle of water. And while we sat in the waiting area waiting for our return flight home, I was flipping through this magazine. It was the September issue, actually, of Real Simple magazine. And I ran across an article that really made me pause, and I've been thinking about it ever since. So this article was written by a woman named Erica Finnamore. I think that's how it's pronounced. And she, it says, is the home director at Real Simple. And the article was titled, Use Your Good Stuff Every Day. And in this article, she wrote about growing up in a home that probably a lot of us can relate to. She says it was a home with, as she put it, lots of pretty things that were only to be used on special occasions. She says the fine china was brought out strictly for Thanksgiving and the crystal vase sat on our baker's rack collecting dust. And I kind of smiled at that because I remember growing up, there were certain things that were only for special occasions. And I think a lot of us have felt that way. And in the article, she tells how when she got married, she followed that same approach. So they got a set of beautiful china and another set of of beautiful silverware that was put away for special occasions. These were wedding gifts that they were saving for special occasions. Uh, But those special occasions never came for them because only a few months after their wedding, her young husband was diagnosed with incurable brain cancer, and he died from that brain cancer before their third wedding anniversary. And what she writes next is what I've been thinking about since reading it there at the airport. After his death, she says, and I'm quoting here, I looked at those untouched things and realized we'd been saving them for a day that never came. Why hadn't we swapped out our hodgepodge flatware for the beautiful silverware set that they'd received as a a wedding gift is what she's talking about there. Why hadn't we toasted with those delicate glasses? Why didn't we drag out the fancy coffee machine to fuel us on all those tough days? I realized too late that just being together was reason enough to use the good stuff. That really made me pause. And then she ends the article with words that I, I feel like we should all take to heart. And here's what she said. It sounds cheesy, but tomorrow isn't guaranteed for any of us. So every day we're here is worth celebrating and worthy of matching stemware too. To me, it was a a really moving article. If you happen to see that issue of Real Simple Magazine, you might want to read the article for yourself. It's not available online, so I can't link to it. But, you know, the point is of of her article is we all have, uh, many of us have, you know, special things that we, we are, are beautiful or, or useful in some way, but that we set aside and we don't use, we're waiting for a special occasion, whether it's, you know, dishes or clothes or 
any number of other things. We think we have to have some special occasion with, you know, lots of people there, some special reason to use this stuff. But as she puts it, just being together is reason enough to celebrate and to use that good stuff that we're saving for those special occasions. Maybe it's because as I've reached my early 60s, I've, I've become more and more aware of the brevity of life. But her words really spoke to me. And really, as the more I pondered them, I, I realized I, I have recognized in my own life the cost of waiting for a special occasion or the perfect moment, none of which might ever occur. So for instance, in my home, I have a, a really lovely set of heirloom china that was given to us by a, a beloved family member when we married back in 1979. And I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've used that china. I I look at it, it sits in the china cabinet, and, and I it's beautiful. And I think I'm waiting for a special occasion to use it. But then when occasions happen, whether it's a, you know, a holiday meal with family or whatever, I'm sort of afraid to get it out of the china cabinet because a piece of it might get broken and and that would be tragic because it's it's old and it's a family heirloom. I think of special notebooks and papers that I love, but I don't use them because I don't want to waste them. So I'm waiting for just the right use which never comes. So I have, you know, stacks of of notebooks and journals and different things that I never want to mess up the page by writing in. So I'm waiting for just the right moment. And I also think of a blouse that I bought, um, you know, a couple of months ago that's so pretty and it looks good on me. And I haven't worn it yet because I'm waiting for the, you know, right occasion, whatever that might be. And I think a lot of us do that. You know, we have those things that we we set aside and we never use because we're waiting for the right moment that never comes. But the more I thought about this, the more I realized using our so-called special occasion stuff isn't the only thing we wait for. We wait for a lot of things in life. We might be waiting for the right, and I'm using air quotes here, the right time to do certain things like take a day off or have a baby or change jobs or start a new health or fitness approach. We wait to be ready, whatever that means, to launch our business or our podcast or to apply for that dream job or start a family. We wait to have the body we want before we buy ourselves new clothes and we just keep wearing the, the you know, ratty things that maybe aren't as attractive. We wait to have enough time to do certain things for me to write that book or to have enough time to do those crafts that we enjoy or to go back to school or even just to get together with friends or family. And we wait to be happy. We'll be happy when we finish school or when we meet the right person, when we have a child, or then when our kids are grown or on their own, or when we get the right job or when we have enough money in the bank or when we retire, then we'll be happy. Until then, we're waiting. And I just keep asking myself, why? Why do we wait? Why are we putting life on hold, essentially, waiting for the perfect moment or the perfect opportunity or to be ready or whatever it is. And I think there are lots of reasons why we wait. We rationalize in our heads that we're waiting. I'll, I'll start that project, uh, you know, when I get through with this thing, but there's always something else that gets in the way. And maybe it's because of fear. 
We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of loss. We're afraid of judgment. Maybe it's because of a sense of inadequacy or unworthiness. And I I think that can often apply for those of us who maybe way more than we wish we did. And, and we think, well, I, I don't really want to buy new clothes for this body. I want to wait till I have the body I want, and then I'll buy some new clothes that look nicer on me. Uh, maybe we wait because we believe somehow that things will be different, maybe even better down the road or at some time in the future, or that we'll have more time then, or conditions will be more favorable. I, it's, we have lots of rationales for why we wait. I, I read a Psychology Today article, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes because it was kind of interesting. The, the writer of this article notes, as humans, we tend to be aiming or striving for something, our perfect life, our utopia. Of course, there is no such thing. We will not eventually arrive and have it all. And that writer is absolutely right. We wait for lots of reasons, but I think mostly we, we have convinced ourselves that down the road, next week, next year, after the kids are out of school, whatever it might be, then it'll, I will achieve this utopia. I will have this life that I want, but it never happens. Life is a journey, not a destination, and we never get there, do we? And so what I wanted to do in this article is encourage us all to stop waiting. The same writer in that Psychology Today article cautions us, if we're always waiting until, then we are very rarely in the present enjoying what life has to offer. She says, it is important to recognize what you have when you have it in order that you can enjoy this. And she goes on to say, it is about enjoying the journey, not waiting for the destination. And that really resonated with me. I am the kind of person who's always got her eye on a destination of some sort, and I want to be there. And I don't pay attention unless I really, really am conscious to to require myself to pay attention to where I am right now and to enjoy the journey, as they say. And so here are some things that I would encourage you, as I am trying to remind myself, not to wait on. Don't wait to start. Whatever it is you've dreamed of doing someday, go ahead and start now. Decide to do one small thing today toward that someday project, whatever it might be, a book you want to write, a job you want to prepare for, um, you know, anything you can imagine that you've thought about, someday I'm going to do this thing when the time is right. Well, the time will never be right, so don't wait to start. Decide today to do something, even a small thing toward that project. Even if the circumstances don't seem ideal, you can still start and improve your circumstances as you go along. If you don't know enough, you can learn as you go. If you don't feel ready, I guess know that you likely never will feel ready. Just take the leap anyway. I love a quote I saw on Pinterest that said, don't wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you are and work with the tools you have, and better tools will be found as you go along. 
So don't wait to start. Uh, second thing I would say is don't wait to use your good dishes or notebooks or table linens or towels. Get them out today and use them. Eat lunch on the good china. Set the table with a f- that fancy tablecloth or placemats. Drink your milk out of your best stemware. Dry yourself off with the new towels. And share all of these things with the people you love. And that will multiply the joy. And you can enjoy these things now instead of waiting for someday that, that never comes. Um, on on the item uh, on the subject of clothing don't wait to lose weight before buying yourself clothes that you love and feel good in you can always get new ones as you lose weight but also don't wait for the perfect occasion to wear your prettiest clothes go ahead and dress up for dinner at home with the family or by yourself wear the, those pretty things every day and get rid of the ones you don't love and that you don't feel confident in and pretty in. Fourth suggestion for all of us is don't wait until all your work is done before you take a day off or take time for yourself. Here's the truth we all need to realize. Our work will never be all done. Until we are in the ground, there will always be something more that needs to be done. So choose on purpose instead to make time now to rest, to pursue that hobby or interest that lights you up, to take a vacation. Don't wait for your work to be done. Do those things now. Uh, The next thing that I encourage us all to keep in mind is don't wait to call that friend you're thinking of or your mom or your sister. We literally never know when it will be too late to have one more meaningful conversation with those people you love. As I'm uh, recording this, as I was putting the outline together, I was thinking about what Prince Harry must feel arriving 15 minutes after his grandmother, the Queen, had died. He, He lost that last opportunity to speak to her. So don't wait. Remember Neither you nor anyone you love is guaranteed tomorrow. So don't wait to call up that person or set up or or get together for lunch or whatever it might be. And on a related kind of note, don't wait to say I love you to the people that you love. Don't think that you'll have time next week or next time you see them. Say it now. Send that message now. Don't wait. Um, Don't wait to celebrate. Even the smallest of events can be worthy of celebration. As the, the article that I kind of quoted from at the beginning of this episode pointed out, just being together with the people we care about is worth celebrating. So look for any reason, any excuse to celebrate. And what celebration means may be different. It doesn't have to be a big party, but it could be. Celebrate a beautiful sunny day or the first or the 15th snowfall of the year. Celebrate a Wednesday. Celebrate getting a good parking spot or a child's lost tooth or checking that last item off the day's to-do list. As someone has said, don't wait for the perfect moment. Take the moment and make it perfect. And we can choose to do that every day. We don't have to wait for big, momentous occasions to celebrate. We can celebrate the small joys and the small victories of our daily life. 
And finally, don't wait to be happy. Whatever you think you need to be happy, you don't. That event or the change in your life or that person or that situation you've been imagining, thinking, oh, I'll be so happy when whatever it is. The truth is, even if you get everything you've ever wished for, and even if it all plays out exactly as you dreamed, in the long run, you won't be any happier then than you are now. Uh, A quote I read online from Tiny Buddha kind of sums it up really well. Don't wait for things to get easier, simpler, better. Life will always be complicated. Learn to be happy right now. Otherwise, you'll run out of time. I, I couldn't agree more. And that's something that I am really trying to remind myself on a daily basis to not wait for something else to happen or for somebody else to do something before I am happy. Instead of waiting until some future event or condition occurs, we can choose to be happy today by looking for the good in our current life and celebrating it. According to a scientist whose professional career is focused on the study of human happiness, and she's written a book about the topic, which I'll link to in the show notes, um, she has found that happiness leads to success in life not the other way around. When we think, oh, if I could just have a successful career or successful marriage or successful kids or whatever it might be, I will then I'll be happy. But the truth is, and, and she kind of outlines this in the material she's written, people who are happy tend to get those things, not the other way around. So we can look forward to the future, even while paying attention to all we have to be grateful for today and enjoying the people and the experiences currently in our lives. I have one last quote to share that I hope will encourage you as much as it does me. I'm not sure who said it. I found it online without any attribution, but it's such a good reminder for us all. And here it is. Don't wait until it's too late to realize how precious life is. Your life begins right now when you stop waiting for a better one. One day you will wake up and there won't be any more time to do the things you've always wanted. Do it now. And I personally want to take those words to heart. And so those are my thoughts. I wanted to keep this episode short just to give you some things to think about. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And so I ask you today, what are you waiting for? What are you going to do someday? Or what can you do today, though? Not tomorrow, but today to end the wait, to start moving in the direction of that thing you've been waiting for. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. You can share your questions or your thoughts or your answer to that question in the comment section of the show notes, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash 412. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. Of course, if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that would be a great place to share what you're waiting for and what you're going to do to end the wait. And maybe we can help encourage each other and spur each other on to, to stop waiting for the good things that we want in our life. 
As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'd love to hear from you. That is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself. And today, without waiting till tomorrow, go make your life matter. Thank you.